0: you're listening to the women on the run podcast thanks for listening we guys hope that you enjoy this segment and if you don't mind please don't forget to subscribe like and share any content (laughs) welcome to another episode of women on the run you're here with candace maisha and whitney And um, we're here with part two of mental health. We want to apologize for the wait, but we're here and we're ready to get right into it. So, last episode, um, just to kind of, uh, I guess, wrap it up or recap, reflect, recap. There you go. That's Mm -hmm. the word. Um, we basically kind of touched on just some physical, um, like physical we may have had and daddy issues and all of that. And just curious did you guys have any feedback from anybody? No, I haven't. Did you, Whitney? Um, a lot of people the people who um, I've spoken to about it stated that or questioned how um, how were we able or how was I able or to, to not let it affects us in the long term or what they see. And um, I was just explaining like everybody, you know, speaking personally, I know that I, I have my own struggles with the things that I'm insecure about or the lack of relationship I may have had with my father, but it's probably just my resilience, but also a defense mechanism that I don't show it every day. I have my moments, but it's not something that I probably share with, you know, outside of the podcast, I I wasn't sharing it with everyone. Mm -hmm. Hmm. So I received um, some positive feedback from one of the listeners. Her perspective was a little bit different. I know we focus more on our relationships with our dads and, um, you know, just how that kind of, that relationship kind of impacted our relationships with men Um, later on in our lives, and she more so thought that the relationship with her mom and, like, the examples that her mom set more so influenced her and impacted her. She had a relationship with her stepfather, um, but she brought up a really good point that she felt like how her mom interacted in relationships and the men that her mom um, dated was more of a... um, an impact on her and when she started to date and how she handled situations and her uh, later on, you know, in relationships. So I thought that was a good twist to what like we kind of talked about. So, yeah. I agree. I think that uh, that her stating that about her mom is basically kind of like ties into the movie we were speaking about last time because it's a sense of perfection that she wanted or acceptance that she wanted from her mother that, you know, caused her to be so anal about her hair and about the weather and things like that. For your your mom, I think it's more so we want to make sure we're living up to the standard. I know for me as a mother, like, that was a, that's a constant struggle like how she parents or expects me to parent my child and then her telling me what I need to do to prepare to be a wife or what's going on in a relationship and I'm like, you know, your house and your home and your way is maybe different than mine. Right. Right. So I guess going into this segment, I think we were gonna speak more on like parenting. Um and so I that I guess that's a good segue. Do you um well, let's just, how do you love being a mom? Let's just go there. What do you think about it? I I enjoy it. I just question myself, like, am I able to do this every day? Like, especially with how my life is right now. Um, I find myself getting frustrated a lot. Um, and, it, and I, I have come to realize that I may have put a little bit more on my plate than I can handle, and it's not a bad thing, but I do need, I do know I did notice that I needed to step back and refocus, reevaluate, um, what I got going on here, and then take care of the business. Like, I need to take care of me, my family first, and then everything else will fall into line, um, and uh, I, th- I mean, yeah. I th- I don't know if you could sense it. Uh, yesterday, I felt I felt a little overwhelmed, and I didn't I didn't have my like right workflow or my right mindset yesterday. Yeah. Um. So. Um. Actually, um. For those who are listening, just so you know, Maisha, I went down to see Maisha this weekend and um i had my session with her and it was amazing um but yeah when i was there my i it was crazy because i felt and it's too we have like the same dynamic with boy and a girl older brother younger sister and i really felt like i had stepped outside of my body and was just like watching you Mm -hmm. um and i could see i could definitely see your frustration i could see her like a little bit anxiousness and overwhelm and i it was like wow like that's how i feel like i felt like i was watching myself mm-hmm. um and you know it's crazy i had confided in you like to you guys a couple of weeks ago how i you know i was feeling um overwhelmed yeah and um you know kind of going through that same thing and you know marcel my husband is awesome he's an awesome daddy he's an awesome husband um, I have no complaints in either one of those areas, but even with him being great and being helpful, um, and, you know, I don't mind saying this because we've had this talk Um, he and I personally, like, sometimes I still feel like it's not enough. Yeah. And um, I don't know how to fix that or how to change that. I don't and I feel bad because I don't want him to feel like he's not doing enough and that, like, you know, All his efforts are just going unnoticed. But for some reason, like, I still feel like my plate is just so full. And um, I noticed that just from talking to different women at my job and just in passing and my close girlfriends, that it doesn't matter what situation it is, whether you're married, you're dating, um, the father of your child, he's he's not there at all. Like, I feel like we all feel like mm-hmm. it doesn't matter well, and I just think that that's kind of interesting um, you know that moms and I, I don't want to say all of us but for the majority like we just have so much on our plate like we're doing everything for everyone Yeah. and although I enjoy and I, there's nothing that gives me greater joy than being a mother and a wife Um, I sometimes feel like I'm just overwhelmed like I'm I'm anxious all the time I was just yeah. telling my friend um I was having a talk with her we were texting and know um, I was telling her like sometimes I feel like I lost myself yeah um, absolutely and you know it kind of makes me sad because and it makes me feel guilty because I they're the greatest things that's ever happened to me you know what I mean so like I feel bad for feeling like that but I feel like I just, everything is about them. I'm doing everything I can for them. And by the time I want to do something for me, I'm just too tired. You know what I mean? I'm just way too tired or I'm too stressed and I'm just like whatever. Forget it. So, yeah. What do you think Whit? Um, I, I absolutely have to agree with you guys um, because I mean, everyone, I'm very transparent, you know, on my blog and And speaking to people about my situation and I'm not with my child's father so I know that a lot of times I try to overcompensate for the decision that I made and I get exhausted I get tired I get frustrated um on top of everything else that I'm doing it's like I get mommy guilt because I'm in school but then and I'm I'm working to make sure she can do things but then I get mommy guilt because I might have been a little less patient with her because of everything else that's going on. And I realized Mm. yesterday that even when I'm given the opportunity to get a break, I don't take it. And it was kind of like a shock to me because it was was like, hey, you go do what you need to do. I'm going to sit here with Tatum and you go – go to the store do whatever you need to do and come back but take two hours to yourself because you're frustrated and I was just rolling around Publix enjoying myself like know I, I had to I had to be like you know I can pick up groceries and i have to say hey stop put that bag don't do that I don't have to get someone in and out of the car you know i I had to learn to appreciate that you can take a break. Like you don't have to always be on as a mom. You could yeah be yeah. off. That's true. I think it helps you kind of like reset, just even for like a five or ten minutes. If it's five or ten minutes that you can get to yourself, I promise y'all. Like a few weeks ago, and I, this was super intentional. I was in the bathroom. I had already finished using the bathroom. But um, nobody could find me. And I did not tell them where it was at. <laughs> it was like They was going on the hide and seek without me. I mean, they was playing the game, but I'm like, I'm not saying anything. <laughs> <laughs> That's good though. How often would y'all say that you that you intentionally like take time yourself not even with your significant other or anybody else just yourself um I yeah I will say that is probably not enough but usually like my pedicures are like my time to myself and I haven't been going regularly um maybe like every other month hmm. that I'll just do it um and just relax like shut the phone off and like talk to the lady or just read a magazine like something that I won't be able to do at home yeah those used to be my time like that little bit of time like I'll go get my nails eyebrows and pedicure do it all yeah Um, and that would be my time because I love my girl Lee so I would catch up with her and talk to her but now I mean this last the last two times I went by myself but they were rushed like i had something to do and that's my problem like i always have something else to do like i if if i fit this in it's like okay but i can only do it to such and such because i got to get here mm-hmm. um so that's my issue too but then now besides the last two times malia has kind of like invaded my pedicure, <laughs> but like willingly because i yeah cause to go get it done but, like, I even found, like, even that, which used to be my alone time, like, something I could just get away. Because, you know, for a while, it was just me and the boys. It was just me, MJ, and Marcel, and I didn't have Malia. Yeah. So, it was, that was, like, my time that I just would go by myself. You know what I mean? But now that she's old enough and she – I done started something with her with these many petty Sundays. When she knows that I'm getting my nails done, she's like, I want to go. and Or if I come back and my nails are a different color – She's like, that's not fair. You got your nails done without me. And then I feel bad, you know what I'm <laughs> saying? Because I'm like, well, dang. So, I mean, even that I, um, she's kind of taking over that. I don't, to be honest, when I sit and really think about it, I don't, besides that, randomly, I don't take time by myself. The the only time that I have by myself um, um, in work. And I take advantage of that to, like, talk to my friend. That's the, like the only time I can like talk to my friends or, you know, call family members that I haven't talked to, but I don't really have that. What would you say, with Um, I was sitting here thinking and it's like I really don't like I don't do that. And I I need to work on that because I feel like um I spend so much time away from her um because, you know, I'm in school that I try to overcompensate because, like, you know, that's not really her choice that I'm in school, so I don't if I I were to get a free moment I will say this, though on Friday I didn't go to work and um, usually if I don't go to work, she I don't take her to school, but she was there on time Mm-hmm. Okay. So, good for you that was a day I, I needed that day because it was just I, I, everything was just right there but someone had to make me do that like I had to really be talked into taking time for myself I need to work on that yeah. yeah it's important I really is and like the times that I do consciously decide to take time for myself I do enjoy it and I feel refreshed and I will say um, my really good like I feel like he reads my stress and he'll be like, go get your, like, he'll literally just give me some money, like, go get your pedicure, like, go get your pedicure. Yeah. And, um, I really, really do appreciate but appreciate that, but then there's been times where I'm like, no, it's okay. I'll just like, go another time. You know, and I don't even use it, like, or like, right, it me to, and I just need to do better, like, because I feel like I'm looking at him saying, I feel overwhelmed. I need help. I need help but then when he's trying to help me I'm not receiving it you know what I mean so then it's yeah. just I feel even more frustrated later so yeah um anybody got something to go transition yeah <laughs> I, I did want to ask you guys like what um what do you guys do for self care I know you talked about taking time for yourself but like Do you have something that you may do daily or like you know something that you want to start to do but for self care because that's important. It's if we can't and I'm speaking to you guys speaking to everyone else but speaking to myself like I need to pour into my own emotional tank because I can't really continue and give to other people if I'm not full. Yeah. I know Um, when I, I start my day if I and I, I try to do better, but, um, recently I've been, um, waking up and I'll check Facebook first, but, um, like after that, like when I'm like out of the bed, I'll start some worship music and I just kind of listen to the words and, um, reflect on everything that has happened in my life and how I felt like I'm becoming a different person and in a, a good way. I'm able to. I feel like I'm more open and honest as far as expressing how I'm feeling at the moment versus holding it in and just kind of blowing up on people. Mm-hmm. Um, and then when I'm in the car, like after I drop Brooklyn off, I will turn the radio off and just like sit in silence because it's rare. <laughs> yeah. Um. I mean, and that's my little piece. Hmm. I start the day. Um, that's actually a good question. I, I reflecting back, I used to have a really like good routine in the morning and I was just literally, um, thinking about this. that so, like I fell off, I used to every morning get up, um, what, well, what I would do, um, as I would get up, go to work out at four o'clock in the morning, mm-hmm. I come back, um, you know, take my shower and then I would read my devotional. Um, And then um, as you guys know, um, I send like, well, I try my best to like thing encouraging to send girlfriends, anybody who I consider a girlfriend or someone, you know, that I care about try to uplift them. So I would like look for that or, you know, um, try to come up with something to just like be motivational for, you know, other people, um, but I haven't been doing that. Like I haven't I mean I I try to do the inspiration thing, but like I haven't been reading my Bible, haven't worked out. I like literally snooze five times. Like it's ridiculous. I am just so off. So I don't even get that time like to do that. And that's something that I when you know, to answer your question, I don't do now, but I think I would like to go back to doing. I don't think I'll be able to fit the workout in the morning. Just because mm-hmm. of Marcel's schedule changed. Um, he leaves so early. But I would at least like to like recommit that time to God. Like me and the kids pray every morning on the way to school. But I don't feel like that's enough. And I know that I that it's not enough. And I've been convicted about it. But I still haven't still having, like, like set some, that time um, to do that. So that's something that's- I would like to do. That's good. Yeah. Mm-hmm quick um I do get up every morning and read the bible um I said that I wanted to start um utilizing yoga and I have my attempt has been looking at different starter poses on YouTube but I have not done it um (laughs) but I do need I know that I have I'm one thing I have been doing is using my planner because I have a lot going on so being able to set goals and plan them has kind of been helping me out but I I just I, need to continue to try to find my balance yeah yeah. I think once you once you get a balance and get into a group I don't know I feel like it's better I I know that when I um am I have a mentor I call her my mentor I don't really know what what I would call her but this lady at church I look up to her like a mentor um, and I remember like she would always um, she's like the leader of our Bible study group and she would always be like you gonna come Bible study and I would be like you know honestly I'm just like I can't like it's too late when I get the kids out you know just honestly making excuses is what it was but um her and my first lady would always say, you know, I'm going to just pray for balance in your life. And I'd be like, you know, I appreciate that. And when I was going to Bible study, like kind of devoting that morning time to God, like I promise you, I'm not even kidding. Um, And I told her this, like, I felt like he made, he made time for everything that I needed to get done. And that's why I know, I'm not saying that this works for everyone, but I truly believe that when you like, commit your first part of your day and just ask him to guide your steps. Like literally all the things that I felt like I couldn't make time for before were just aligning. Like the kids were still somehow able to like get in the bed at a decent time dinner. We were able to have dinner. Like I didn't feel so overwhelmed and I was doing honestly more than what I was, but it was because my focus was different. Uh Uh-huh. So I, you know, and I remember that like, and that's why I feel convicted because I know it can be done and I know how it can be done. I just haven't, just haven't done it. know, I'll get there, but that's, you know, for y'all anyway, because I know y'all, oh, yeah. you know, have this, the same belief that, I, that if you are struggling with that, you know, balancing, I know that that helped me just you know truly committing the first part of my day to him asking him to guide my steps throughout the day literally did happen for me so okay i'm gonna have to cut the scrolling out soon Yeah. yeah and i was doing good with that like i wouldn't get on facebook i wouldn't i mean don't get me wrong later on in the day you know i definitely would um but like that was not my first focus like my literally first first focus was to talk to him You know, thank him and really have some time with him. And it would, I felt good. But, you know, just like with anything, to fall off track, you just kind of, you know, keep that going. So, yeah. So, um, (laughs) us being moms um, and everything and working, like, what do you feel, or how do you feel? This kind of is probably answering the same thing, but like with your time management, what do you do? Like, what helps you to stay focused? Like, you know, with all the many things that you have going on and trying to like stay, you know, on time for this and do this, like, what do you feel helps you throughout the day? Uh, to do lists for sure. For some reason I like to write it down and then check it off so that I know that it's accomplished because I I feel like there's so many things going on in my mind. Mm-hmm. Something's gonna slip through the cracks. Mm-hmm. And um I'm gonna give y'all an example. I I feel like it was it had just warmed up outside or it was wait, no. It was the summertime. I'm talking about just warmed up and just getting cold. Uh, summertime. Uh, I'm not sure where TJ was, but we were getting ready for church. and He wasn't here, so it was just Brooklyn and I. So after I got out of the sh- after I got her out of the tub, uh, I just slipped her dress on and lotioned you know, up. You telling us this? And then <laughs> the- <laughs> I get to church. Worship Jesus. I had been dropped her off at Children's Church, and when I went to go pick her up, the lady was like, "Yeah, we changed your diaper," and I'm like, "She wore panties today. She don't have a diaper on." And then it hit me. I'm like, "I didn't put no panties on my day. <laughs> I sent her to go play with other kids without any underwear." <laughs> like, what? What is going on in my life? I can't <laughs> so, I mean, I think that was like an, an indicator, like my You need to calm. You need to slow down. Like, yeah. just slow down. Yeah, I agree. I, need- I, um, <laughs> I know the But like, so wait. So like, do you put on your, your uh? <laughs> so wait on your to do list. Put undies on Brooklyn now, or what? <laughs> <laughs> Perfectly, do not get her clothes out until she has underwear. Like I will not be uh, artist clothing. That's a good way. Mhm. I um I'm starting to get like my mom. I used to always be like, Mom, you are so ridiculous. So my mom irons on Sunday night, my mom or Sunday, my mom irons and gets her clothes out for the week. And I used to be like, Mom, that's just too much. Like nobody has time to be sitting here ironing for dates. But first of all, I don't even iron my clothes. So I cut that out. And I've actually been um, pulling their clothes out just the day before. And I found that that helps me out a lot um, in the morning. And then sometimes with me, I pull my clothes out. I'm like such a moody, like a mood type person. So it depends on how I feel. Like some days I don't want to wear nothing tight. So... I'm wearing a dress. Some days I want to get cute. You know, so for me, it's a little bit harder to pull out my clothes, but I always try to look at the weather and just pull their clothes out in the morning. But I'm the same with you, Maisha. Like, to-do lists are my go-to. I have a notebook that I keep with me, um, and I write down everything. Like, whether it be pay the bill, call the school to get this. I had, like, MJ's before care, they needed his medical record. Like, I write down everything because if I have so much going on between my job, you know, trying to keep up with, you know, what needs to be done for the kids. Marcel has me doing stuff for football. You know, my mom will ask me to do something. I was supposed to call my grandma back. Like, it's just too much, you know what I'm saying? And I'm like really big on if I say I'm going to do something, then I don't want to not do it, you know what I mean? So like I, you know, write down everything. I'm the same way, like it gives me gratification, like to see or satisfaction, excuse me, to like cross it all, like check it off or cross it off. It's like, yes, okay, I completed something, now to the next one. And um, that helps me every day with like everything. And I've been trying, I've been doing that for a really long time. And I think that's really the only thing that keeps me focused. Um, when I write down in the morning what I need to do and then just start tackling stuff because if not I'll be on Facebook all day looking at funny videos (laughs) and I'm so serious like I get so easily distracted and you know how Facebook is now like you look at one video and then you scroll down and it's like 50 billion videos and literally some days I know people can tell when I'm just not focused because I will send like five videos back to back like (laughs) that's when you know I'm not doing nothing like I didn't write a list that day. Like I'm just winging it. <laughs> so that's my. That's how I have to stay focused because I'm just probably a little ADD Probably. I'm. Yeah. I just watched a video of one of the, somebody made a wig on a Barbie doll. Like you know the half wig. <laughs> yes. <laughs> completely transformed the doll and gave her a wig. I was like, what? What did I just watch? After I finished watching it. Girl. And I'm like, why did I sit here and watch <laughs> Girl. I watched the video yesterday for seven minutes. I don't know if y'all seen it where this girl, this lady, this dude um was recording her and she pulled into a parking spot and hit this lady's car and her hubcap fell off. No. So then she <laughs> so she pulled in, she hits the car, right? So then he's like, Yo, she just hit the joint and she bought the lease." So you see her backing out. She backs out, and while she's backing out, she hits the car again, pulls back to the parking spot, puts the hubcap, tries to put the jump back on there, but it's like so bent that it's not even working. Gets in her car, tries to pull out again, hits her car again, pulls up, gets in her trunk, goes <laughs> to her trunk. I'm not even kidding. Starts spitting on like a napkin and like wiping this person's car off. Cause it's like serious? You know how you got like the skid marks? Like I, she had skidded. I mean, literally this video was seven minutes. After I watched it, I was like, why did I just watch this whole thing like for seven minutes like and I was so into it like you couldn't tell me that it wasn't like the best show ever like it was this is us I was literally all in it because it was at one point in time where she was just sitting in her car and there was nothing happening that should have been my (laughs) cue to to turn it off but I wanted to see if she was gonna pull off and like if she was gonna get caught so I literally watched this video for seven minutes and I was just disappointed in myself. I was like, what <laughs> am I doing with my life? <laughs> uh, but anyway, what what about you? What do you do to help you stay focused? Okay, time? so I and my stuff is kind of similar to my issues. I mean, I, I put panties on, but <laughs> like my daughter's school, it's like they have to wear a different uniform like for different days. And I think it was like a day, the whatever the last holiday that was a Monday, I went to school with her Monday clothes on, but school actually was out that Monday, so we were actually at the school on Tuesday, and I'm walking in, and I'm like, why is everybody looking at me funny? And so I'm getting an attitude, because I'm like, why do you put their kids on the wrong clothes? It's Monday. <laughs> to me, to get to the <laughs> class, and she has on her Monday clothes, and it's Tuesday but it made me realize that I am rushing in the morning like I need to just take that time to read my Bible because I know we as a family we pray every morning but read and then just take like give myself enough time to like think about what I need to do today because some days I may have something due some days I may need to write on my blog some days I may need to focus on something else or a responsibility that I have in my church or, you know, with the person I'm dating. So giving myself like at least 10 minutes just to think about what's going on because I'm not really a planner, but at least if I can think about what I have going on for that day, then it allows me to even take that two seconds to say, okay, today is Wednesday. So she's wearing her Wednesday colors to school. But... I felt horrible while I was at work because I'm like, she's at school with different clothes on. I mean, the whole school wears the same uniform. And so I'm like, she's going to stand out. She's going to be upset. But that just, that stuck with me to the point where I was like, okay, I, I need to slow down. Yeah. I think we all do. I know. Um, I just feel like I'm always on the go. My friend, I was like, I mean, I tell all my friends that I'm on the go, but I know my friend Boo, me and her are like the same, but we're really opposite in the sense we're like, I'm kind of like, we always joke because her husband is like always on the go. And she's just so chill. Like she'll just be sitting there, like, get up when I want. And I'm just always on the go. So she's like always the one reminding me, like, you need to slow down. Like, do not do anything today. And I appreciate her for that because I, like, I do like every time, like, we'll be like, we'll, you know, what's everybody doing for the weekend? And I just feel like everybody has like normal stuff to do. Like, oh, we're just gonna like chill out, we might go chill with the parents. And like, I have a list. And it's like, for what? Like, why am I doing so much, always on the go? And you know, I remember one year, one year, so intentionally like said we were going to like not do anything you know what I mean like that was like our new year's resolution like we're gonna say no we're gonna just chill but that's gone out the window so I don't know y'all pray for me I need sanity I uh never mind I'm not gonna bring that up in the podcast anyway um (laughs) I don't know who listens I don't want nobody judging me um shut up um (laughs) yeah so, so is there is there anything like because i don't want to i'm i'm speaking because you ladies are um an aspiration for a single woman because you guys are married so is there anything that your husband does to help you like as far as like not like not in the sense of helping you but is there like can you have a conversation like do you do you go to them and is that your safe haven like okay, I know when I talk to them, I'm going to feel better about this, or you know, do you have examples of times where you just be like, I'm not talking to them about this because it's not going to help anything? Yeah, you know, so me and my sister-in-law just had a conversation about this on Thursday or Friday on my way home, and um, so my husband is the youngest of seven, and not only is the youngest of seven, he has a brother, Um, but you know, like, he's pretty much, they're just real different. Like, Marcel and his brother are real different. So, like, he's a baby, and he loves being the baby. Like, and all of his sisters and his mom, like, they cater to him. They baby them, and, you know, they know this. I tell them this, um, that they did me a disservice pulling this man, because he didn't have to do much, you know what I mean? Like, growing up, he was the youngest, so I'm pretty sure. Like, I don't know what they had to do in their household, but just from talking to his sisters, I know, like, Dinner was done. The kitchen was clean. Bathrooms were clean. Laundry was done. And a lot of it wasn't done by him. Somebody else was doing it. So um, now that we are living together and married and, you know, cohabitating, um, that's a struggle. It is a serious struggle that we have and have had for now, what, we'll be married for six years, but we live together for, le- so I'm going on eight years. Uh-huh. Um, and... My issue, um, and you know that I was telling her, and she was kind of agreeing that she has the same thing. And I had this argument with him. Is like, I look at things, and this may just be my logic, but I look at things logically. So I look at it like, okay, if we know we have to go grocery shopping, we have to, you know, get the clothes washed, and we have to clean the bathrooms. Let's do all of that now, and then we can chill. Because then I feel like when I chill, I can chill. You know what I mean? Whereas he is like, I'm tired, so I'm going to take a nap at like 3 o'clock on a Sunday. And it's like, okay, but then in my mind, but then when we wake up at 6, it's 6 and we have to do X, Y, and Z and get the kids in bed by 8.30. So we have this constant struggle and battle. Because to him, like doing that stuff, I don't think is important. And I don't say, I don't mean to say important, but I think he's just not used to doing that, you know, like taking care of all these different things that, you know, um, go into, you know, the household chores. So it's just like, it's it's a real big disconnect. So to answer your question, um, I have tried different things. I've been the naggy wife where I'm like, can you please do this? Can you do this? Do this, do this, do this. I've been the quiet one where I'm like, I'm not going to ask you to do nothing. But then I walk around with an attitude. And he it's so funny because <laughs> always be like, I know when she, um, he's like, you are so mean when you clean. I Like when I, when I get to the point where I'm like cleaning everything, it's because I have attitude because you haven't done anything. So now he knows like he better start picking up a broom or something because I got an attitude like he could tell. So I've done that. I've tried, you know, talking to him. And my thing with him is just consistency. He's helpful, but sometimes it's not all the time. And he admits to it. And, you know, um, I think the reason why I allow, I can't say allow it, but why I'm understanding, because I know it's something that, you know, I'm the only child. So when, I had my own bathroom, my own room to clean. My, You know, my mom was like, look, you need to clean, you wash your clothes. You know, I I was very independent mm-hmm. at a young age where he didn't come from that. So I'm trying to understand that. But sometimes I'm like, I don't care if you was the youngest of 20. Like, get your, like it's time to get up, get a broom, you know what I mean? So I'm just trying to work this balance out with him. And, you um, know, some days are easier than others. So I do talk to him and I'm trying my best not to let it. Like, build up for months and then I explode. So, like, sometimes I'll try to pull him to the side and just like I did the other week and was like, I'm overwhelmed. I need help. And he did. Like, I came home on Sunday. He had cooked dinner for the week, like, started meal prepping. The house was clean. And he did the same thing when I came in yesterday. Dinner was, he had pulled out stuff for dinner for the week. Kids were in bed. So, I just feel like, you know, um, taking my sister in law's advice, I just need to communicate. I can't be that type of person that just holds it in and then has a resentment, you know, has resentment. I just need to, when I feel overwhelmed, I need to bring it to his attention. And I think it's really enough that he'll take heed to that and he'll step up. And that's how we work. But it's been a struggle. These eight years have been a serious struggle. Yeah. Just piggybacking off of what you were saying, Candace, it, it was pretty much similar in our household as well, um, as far as, I think, buddy, and his, he was the opposite, he was the first born, son, grandson, so I kind of felt like they pretty much kind of babied him in a way too. Mm. Um and even I see that it was kind of like they're doing it with TJ as well. But anyway, back to Buddy and I. Um, what? Uh, shit, I forgot what I was about to say. Um. Oh, gender roles. I think mm. he was super caught up in gender roles as far as like the, the women are supposed to cook and clean and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, No. Mm. Not if I'm going to work, working 40 hours a week. Like, mm. we in this together, we're going to do this half and half. And if not half and half, you you come 80, I come 20, or it's 90, 10, something like that. But I'm not doing, ha- like, all of this and still have to do what I'm supposed to do at work, at home. I'm tired. And I don't think he really kind of understood that. Yeah. Until recently, we both read um, Things I Wish I Knew Before. I got married and it was almost like a counseling session that we kind of just discussed it after each chapter. Um, I mean and I enjoyed it and we come from completely different backgrounds like Mm -hmm. opposite ends Um, and so we were raised differently and I have to understand that and so does he and I think once we kind of came to the realization of like this is how we operate this is how I operate these are my love languages. I have come to understand why he did certain things and why I reacted in a different way versus how he wanted me to, and vice versa. Mm-hmm. Um, but I would say if you have, if I, I think I sent it to y'all. Um, mm-hmm. the audible version. Definitely read it. It is, I think, like the precursor to Five lo- Love Languages, or it came afterwards. I don't know. Um, but it's the same author, and mm-hmm. it's, it's great. I really enjoyed it. That's like, good. I four hours on Audible. Um, oh, it's only four hours. Yeah, it's only four hours on Audible. You can get that down. That's good. <sighs> yeah, I think. Um, <laughs> I remember one time I seen black. I literally seen black. He <laughs> told me, I'm so serious. I said, I was telling him, I'm like, I'm you know, this is in an argument. I'm like, um, you know understand why you know I have to do this 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 and then and I got kids and you know I got to come home and do this and this and he was like I don't understand what the problem is and he in so many words basically said like that gender role yeah. type thing and was like and my mom did it with seven yeah. girl I almost lost it and I have the utmost respect for my mother-in-law I love her to death I couldn't be blessed with a better one but i almost supposed like, to I am not your mother <laughs> like don't you ever <laughs> in your life you know what I mean because I'm like excuse me like did you really just come at me basically telling me like I took it as like you're not as good as my mom because my mom did it like you know what yeah. I mean like and she didn't go- and I was like what the like he lost his everlasting like I'm about to kill him and I remember I had spoken to um and this was early on in our relationship well, like, after the, the, having the two kids. So not early, but at least three years ago. And I talked to his sister, Keisha, and I had told her that, you know, she was like, you know, honestly, we were doing all of that. You know, like, we were cleaning. Like, but, you know, in his mind, he felt like his mama handled all of that. So, like, I should. And that's when I had got the, like, the the eye-opening moment, like, oh. Of- he really just didn't have to do anything, you know what I'm saying. He didn't even know who was washing. He didn't know who was washing his drawers. He yeah. knew they were they were washed and, and folded in his drawer. I got clean drawers, and clean. Drawers. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. And that's when I really had to step back, like, okay, we really came from different backgrounds, you know what I'm saying. And not to say mine was better than his or worse than his, but we literally just came from two different. Lifestyles, you know what I'm saying? Like, I didn't have that privilege where I had, you know, that help. My mom was like looking at me, like, Oh, your clothes piling up. Well, I'm guessing you ain't about to have no clean underwear if you don't, you know what I'm saying? Like, she wasn't about that. So I think that, um, (laughs) that was eye opening (laughs) for me because I literally almost saw red. Like, I was like, What? Your mama, excuse me. (laughs) (laughs) Um, but um really quick to piggyback on that maisha more speaking to you just because you have a son because this is something that i've i've been thinking about with now that i have mj because of that and like how you said they're kind of doing that with tj do you find yourself um being a little bit i don't know if the right word is like harder on him but like trying to get him out of that you know like preparing him so when he is on his own, because I do, I think I had this conversation, it might have been with you, Whitney, or Jessica, I don't know, but we were just talking about, I think a lot of black moms, and this is no disrespect, or just to any black mom, Um, I, I don't, I really don't want to even say black mom, I'll just say moms with their sons, I'll just keep it um like that. They're a little, I feel like they are a little bit easier on their sons, you know what, yeah. what I and, and at the end of the day, it doesn't help, you know what right. I mean, because yeah. They get out in the world and they don't know how to do anything. Yeah. Um. So I guess like my question to you, having a son, do you feel like because you kind of have, you know, observed that with Buddy that you're a little bit hard on T harder on TJ to be independent or no or like what do you think? Yeah. Uh, absolutely. And then I kind of feel bad sometimes because I'm like, okay, he is only eight, but I don't yeah. want him to had to rely on me as much. That was the other day I asked him to go clean up his room and sweep it. And he I'm like I guess I don't know if it's like he trying to make like do psychological mind games on me, but he says that he doesn't know how to sweep. I'm like what? 'Cause I am not get mad. Why are you what you mean you don't know how to sweep the floor? You just drag the broom back and forth. And we 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 uh, we went upstairs and we did it together. And then the next time I sent up there by myself. And um, yeah, it was the uh, yeah it was yesterday? I said, did you was was it yesterday or or Saturday? I can't remember. I think it was but, yesterday uh, when you he, told him to clean. Yeah, it up, he clean was like, he, he did it. But I said, well, what, did you pick the trash up? And he was like, no, it's just in a pile here. He came downstairs to get the burnt, uh, the mop. so you're not finished. Um. And I think we kind of spoil him a little too much. And then now that Brooklyn is here, he's kind of like, fig- like, why can't I get the things that I want now? Um, mm-hmm. And because he's in school, where like, I have expectations for you in school. And if you're not doing what you're supposed to do, then stuff's going to get cut. You're not playing Fortnite. You're not getting on his iPad. But his whole world is just rocked. Um, so. I don't know. We just uh started doing our dishes. And I didn't have to do it over again. But it's one step to doing something else in the house versus just taking out the trash and cleaning up his bathroom and his room. Yeah. Yeah. I, I'm big on um like I don't think I'm like hard to the point where I'm mean, but like I am determined that when MJ goes out in this world as a single young man he will know how to take care of himself. I want to make sure he knows how to cook and not just noodles, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying, and some eggs. I want to make sure he knows how to, like, fend for himself because a lot of men, I mean, they make... And the reason maybe why I said black men is because I know it's, like, always a running joke. Like, they quick to just move in with a woman and let her take care of them. You know what I mean? Like, that's always the thing. I don't want that to be my son. I yeah. want him to be able to do for himself you know what I mean and not have to I mean of course yeah you know he needs to find a good helpmate when it's that time but I don't want him to just look for somebody to be the next me to basically just take care of him and it bothers me that there's so many grown men um out here that don't know how to take care of themselves you know what I'm saying that are basically women are out here raising men (laughs) like what the heck so yeah, I was just curious. Since you have a son, like, do you feel passionate about that? Because I do. I don't want him to be out here being on scrub. Yes. <laughs> um. So it. Anything? Yes. You got something for us? <laughs> Sorry. No, I did want to talk a little bit, maybe briefly, and we can do a part three or. Talk about something else with love, but when you talked about the lo- the five love languages, I took the quiz um last year, and I remember um my love languages being much different than when I took them this time. So I, mm-hmm. I took them pre pre baby, and I took them now, mm-hmm. or when I, I took them right when I had her, and then I took them today, and it, it was words of affirmation was like my my highest one recently or before no before mm-hmm. and now it's help it's acts of service girl <laughs> yes ain't that the truth is what and i hope it's acts, acts of service, service. Yeah, basically help <laughs> help <laughs> help me help me please girl. i wish i would have taken mine before because that's interesting that you did that like you took it before and after I only took it after I had kids and stuff. But mine, was acts of service as well. What was yours? Was yours acts of service? No, mine it was actually quality time. Oh, okay, yeah, and that was that. So my, I remember it being words of affirmation, um, quality time, and not like physical touch, and then like acts of service. Get receiving gifts has always been last for me. Yeah. That goes back mm-hmm. to. Uh, yeah probably a programming of past relationships where I used to receive gifts because the nigga them fucked up so I am like <laughs> don't, don't give me nothing <laughs> don't, don't, don't keep your little, keep your little stuff because I ain't got time yeah do you remember going going with me to get a gift when we was on campus you was All like the I don't by know the, uh, the tennis <laughs> we was over there like, yes. yes girl like, is this a damn bomb because I ain't got time right I want to see my mama one more time. Like I ain't got time for you. Girl, I like, I was like, walk over there. I'll, I'll wait. This shit blow up. This ass is crazy. Right. We're not going to speak the unmentionable, Girl. but, um, yeah, I just thought that was really crazy that acts of service, and, um, it was because, um the person i'm involved with he was like you need help he was like you're tired and mm-hmm. i was like you're right i mean and it definitely my perspective has changed like i i'm more open to getting help because it's it's a lot mm-hmm. yeah yeah i agree what um what was your significant other like did they take the test no Buddy did. He took it, yeah. buddy did. Buddy did. What was Buddy? His was um acts of service and gifts. Okay, I can see that. Yeah, Marcel's was touch. Yeah, his old touchy filly ass. <laughs> I always want somebody to touch on him. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. Hmm. I think this will be a good segue for our next um our next episode. Yeah, yeah, definitely. So, I'll go. I'll make sure he takes it so we can talk about it yeah I'm gonna make him take it again cause we I mean that was some time ago and that's a good thing Like, I didn't even think that like about it like different times in your life like your love language might change you yeah. know what I mean like and you're not even like so yeah that's a good. I'm gonna make him take it again and you know really quick I was thinking about this so I listened to pod, I'm like a podcast for um but one of the podcasts that I listened to um the friend zone with Fran Asante and Dustin Fran I just love her but she, mm. um, the one that I listened to today, actually they were talking about the um, five languages of apology. Mm. I heard that. Mm. Yeah, and I Me just neither. started to take the test, but then it was it was, was five thirty on the dot, and I was like, I got to go. I'll take this tomorrow. So I logged out of my computer. But um, I want you to take that too, so we can like kind of talk about that because that was interesting. Um, and they were talking about um, yeah, like basically what type of apology like what just to kind of give you a preview like what satisfies you with an apology because some people literally just want to hear I'm sorry and sometimes they don't Mm. get it like sometimes people will say everything but I'm sorry some people don't want to hear I'm sorry some people want you to just show me I don't need you to tell me I'm sorry I just want you to show me that you love me and that you care for me and that you you know you were wrong and you didn't mean it and then some people they were saying they don't even really care if they're sorry or whatever they just want the person to admit that they were wrong so it was like really yeah. interesting um to hear the different i didn't i never even thought about that but um i think it was on the same website that the five love languages was so i'm not sure if there's a book out or if it was just another quiz, but I think it's all like closely associated. So that would be interesting test. I'm interested to see what y'all's um, apology language is. You want um, just ours, right? Yeah, I mean, that would just be something that I would be interested in to talk about because I thought it was good. And she was kind of going through, um, they didn't really take the test on the podcast, but they were kind of, she just kind of like went through each other, kind of explained them. And you know they were kind of saying, but I'm interested to see like if you take the quiz, what yours would be. And it's definitely it's a book, so I'm about to take my quiz tonight. Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's interesting. (laughs) But um, I guess to wrap up mental health, is there anything I don't know? You know, is there anything else that y'all wanted to speak on in regards to mental health? I know we kind of mostly just talked about you know parenting, which takes a lot of your mental physical emotional spiritual like everything but is there anything else you know so that we can like successfully just wrap up mental health because I know you like you wanted to speak on like the positives and stuff well it's one thing that I would definitely and maybe we can all leave a positive note um, to close out but one thing that I would definitely want to, to leave with you guys is I reiterate this Um, with clients, with people who talk to me about things. Um, But you can, you are only as good to people as you are as good to yourself. Mm -hmm. So, if your emotional tank is empty, then you will have nothing left to give. So, your relationships, your interactions, work, romantic, spiritual, whatever interactions that you have with other people, it should be like a constant ATM because you can Always take money out of an ATM, but once all the money is gone, you can't continue to get more money. And I like to use that analogy because people can see that. So people should be giving to you or you should be getting from people what you're trying to give to other people. Because if not, you're going to spread yourself thin. And, and I've seen when people have those breakdowns because it's like I never took that time for myself mm-hmm. and nobody poured into me. And so now I'm empty and I'm just at my lowest point. So, so you, them, them. I see people say, check on the strong friend, but just check on your friends, period, because you never know what everybody's everyday struggle is. And you could just be that one supporting into them just that moment. Yeah. That's good that you said like- that. And I mean, I, um, maybe I'll just be transparent. And this is not to anyone in, spe- you know, in, uh, in specific or particular. It's just, but I kind of feel like I don't. I don't, you know, like, I feel like I that's just, I'll just put it like, I feel like that's good that you say that because I sometimes feel like overall, I do more for other people than, like, people do for me. And I'm not speaking about anybody in particular or any group of friends or people or whatever, but I kind of do feel like, you know, I try, and like, I in my mind, I kind of feel like if I just constantly keep being positive and you know doing this for other people then it'll come back but sometimes I feel like there's a lot of people that just take you know what I'm saying and so I appreciate you saying that because I um you know sometimes I do feel like that like I'm constantly giving and I'm constantly trying to be the positive person even though I'm going through my personal struggle and is maybe as bad as I feel I'm still trying to make, you know, think positively and pour into positivity to other people. And I just kind of feel like people take it and be like, oh, okay, thanks, and just don't get back. So I think um, that's an awesome thing. I don't really have anything like to, um, positive word. I would just say, as a person who does, I do feel like I try to go above and beyond to be that strong friend or that positive friend I would just encourage people to like she said check on the strong friend or check on your friend's pops um period because there's a lot of times I'm like dang you know what I'm saying like can I get some positivity can I get some uplifting can you know can you pour into me and like I said I'm not saying this to anybody in particular it's just in general like after a while you kind of just feel empty like you're just doing it and it's like, okay, you know, wow, <laughs> thanks. So I, you know, I appreciate you putting that out there. And I would just say people in general, and I'm definitely not saying I'm perfect, you know, cause there's a lot of people that I still wish I could reach out to more, but I do like, overall, I try and I would just say to other people, like you really do need to step outside of your bubble and check on your friends. You know what I'm saying? Even if they seem like they have it all together a lot of times those are the people who are struggling the most Mm -hmm. because they're trying to overcompensate or like, you know, I literally started, I don't know if y'all noticed, but I started doing the positive um, things right around the time my uncle passed. Mm
1: -hmm. And I was
0: just really sad. Like that hit me so hard. I don't, you know, I've had people pass before, but that was just really, I don't know. I was just really sad. And, you know, I felt like that was a way to like bring myself up you know what I mean like if I could just pour out positivity to others like you know they said you pour out to others you should receive it so I kind of felt like I initially started to just try to like do that and um you know like people didn't even know that like you know I was sad like they thought like oh you know she's just being positive so just take note to that and really check on your friends that's what I have to say that was a good one Whitney that was thank you both you got anything Mike? no I'm I'm I I already told y'all I'm that one that just kind of like forgets to call people and I'm trying to do better well you know and it's not calling or anything it's just like you know sometimes um just gotta, like, step out. And I'm, like, this is to everyone. We all are guilty of it. Like, just step outside of yourself sometimes, because I feel like people get so consumed in what's going on with themselves that, like, you don't. Like, you know, like, you see, like, I thought they were so happy, you know, when they committed suicide, and then you're, like, you know, all, like, taken aback. But a lot of times, not all the times, a lot of times they show signs of depression, or show signs that they're lonely. They're putting signs like, like I don't know if y'all seen that um, video. Marcel always plays it because he likes the freestyle that he did. But Mac Miller, and uh-huh. then he had this um, right, you know, I don't think it was too. It was like really pretty, like a little bit right before he committed suicide. And this video, and he was rapping, but like you could, if you literally paid attention, he looked like he was going through something. Okay. You know what I mean? Like he really looked like he was in a low spot but sometimes people are just so consumed with themselves that you don't even see that. You know what I mean? You don't even pay attention to after the fact. And then you start going on their Facebook and then you're like, "Dang, all I, their last couple posts were real dark." You know what I mean? And it's like, mm-hmm. you know, these people are crying out, you know what I'm saying? And so we all got our own thing going on, but I just, you know, challenge everybody, us, you know, podcast talking and those who listen, um, just pay attention, you know what I'm saying, and step outside of yourself, and, you know, just watch your friends, Shout out to them, and, you know, if somebody, if somebody comes up across your mind to call them or to text them, don't just think that that was just a coincidence, like, do it. I don't know how many times I've literally texted somebody something, like, positive, and they're like, oh, my God, that was right on time, like, I really, really needed that. And they could just be saying that. But sometimes I feel like that was God speaking to me to reach out to that person right now because they needed somebody to just say something to them to get them out of whatever space. So a lot of times you'll be like, oh, I'm thinking, let me call Jessica. Oh, I'll just call her later. You know what I'm saying? And then you never do. And then it goes months on and you never call that person. And God forbid, next thing you know, then you all guilty. Like, oh, my God, I should have called them. You know what I'm saying? Like, we have to do better. People have to do better. And I'm really key to that because my husband's lost so many friends in the last couple years. And it's a lot of people that he, you know, knew for a long time, you know, didn't hit up here and there. You might see him. So I'm just really big on that. We keep losing too many people. So not to get all dark at the end, but like that's something that's <laughs> important. And I'm glad that you mentioned that because it's it's becoming too prevalent of uh, us losing people our age so we have to do better. Stay connected. On that note, ladies, um, I think we can wrap it up and everybody's homework is to take the test, the quiz again, but also if you can find it, like I said, if you look on that thing website, I think it's like apology language and we can kind of talk about that next week. Okay. I got Thanks. it. You... Well, good,
1: night, good night, everyone. Good
0: night. Holla.